Happy New Year, guys. Happy, happy, happy New Year. You're welcome back to another episode on the Growing and Glowing podcast. It's your girl, Ayamide, and I'm back again with another episode. This episode is a story time, so I want you to grab your popcorn, grab your drinks, grab anything that you would need to have an amazing time while listening. Do enjoy the episode. Have an amazing listen. I love you. Bye. Two years ago, my friend had to write an exam and I decided to follow her to the venue of the exam because we had been preparing for the exam together. It was her exam, but because we had prepared together, it felt like it was our exam. So when she got the location and the date for the exam, it was just sane for me to <laughs> for me to go with her. Like it was just okay for me to go with her to the exam. Because, I mean, we had been preparing for this exam and... I don't know about you guys, but I really like it when I go for exams and I have like familiar faces around. So maybe I have a friend or a family member or something. It just helps me have this feeling of reassurance that, okay, okay, I'm going to write this exam and, you know, I'm going to write it well. So we set out on the said day for the exam and... I must let you guys know, the place was far from where we lived. (laughs) It was quite a distance and we hadn't been there before. So we were trying to navigate our way to the place that particular morning. And we were also trying to not be late. So a little backstory. That particular morning, it had rained. In fact, days before, it had rained. Like, I think it was the raining season at the time or something. But rain had already fallen back to back. And to our dismay, the area for the exam hmm, suffered. In fact, bared the brunt of the rains that fell. Hmm. The road was bad, terrible. In fact, cars were breaking down in the middle of the road you know bikes were the only easy means of transportation like there was no care care because there was water in the middle of the road like knee deep water so like imagine a keke that's a tricycle for my non-nigerian listeners (laughs) like imagine having a tricycle wading waters knee length deep i mean so it was just bikes that were available and if you know me you know that i have a phobia for bikes like let's even talk about that today but i try as much as possible to avoid them right so that was our only option and you know with faith in our hearts and prayers on our lips we finally succumbed and got onto one bike so that's when the journey started guys the road was not level the road was like 
filled with hills and valleys. It was just so terrible. And there was water everywhere. Cars were not even passing their lanes because the water had already destroyed the road. So there was no even proper lane. Like it was just like a crisscross of of chaos basically that particular morning. And I remember that the farther we went, the worse the road became. Like it was just like after passing one challenge like the next the next level will just be something so humongous and and scary and all of that so we couldn't even breathe a sigh of relief after passing one difficult area because we already knew that what was waiting for us in front would even be more than what we had just passed so we got to a particular point on the road that I knew that passing this place was going to be very risky. All the other bike men stopped for their passengers to get down to try to like walk. Even people walking were falling down. Talking of people that were not sitting on bikes. Like I was just like, okay, bike guy, let's get down. We're going to walk and we're going to meet you in front. Because walking was not even safe, you guys. So I was like, okay, we'll get down and we'll come and meet you in front. Just be going. We'll come and meet you. The bad guy said no, that he's going to pass. And at the point, I was like, why is this guy being stubborn? Fine, there were like two or three bike men in front of us wading through the waters. But then those ones were maneuvering really, really skillfully. This our guy was not skillful at all. My heart was literally in my mouth the whole ride. So I was just like, let's get down, bro. And you can't jump off a, a moving Okada. You can't just jump off. See, and the road was even slippery. So if the guy did not stop, it would have been impossible to get down. So I was pleading with him to stop. But he said no. So that's how this guy continued. He did not now pass where his mates were passing, <laughs> you guys. He now decided to be as bold as a lion. People were avoiding the middle of the road because the water was so deep and nobody could even see what was beneath the water like because it was muddy and all of that. So people were doing the most sensible thing by passing the side of the road, by just passing where pass, like walkers, like people walking by would pass. <laughs> this guy now, it was following them all of a sudden. He just debuted and I was like, nah, I'm a strong guy. I'm going to do this. And he literally went into the middle of deep waters you guys and i kid you not like five seconds into our journey in the middle like it was a struggle from the moment he turned the handle of his bike into the middle of the water i knew that chaos was just waiting to happen so he just started like struggling with the bike struggling with the bike like we were literally swaying on the bike i was like god Early in the morning, my friend was dressed, we were dressed. She couldn't afford to go to her exam hall looking messy. Like, we can't afford that head, but but we can't afford that head, but I was like, God, please save ourselves. It would have been so embarrassing. People were already looking at us. We were like, oh my gosh, see these two ladies. Oh, this is how they're going to fall down and say, what are... Like, nobody... I, and there's this thing in Nigeria where if something bad is about to happen... <clears throat> you know that you're on your own. People will just be looking at you. And until the thing happens, even sometimes when it happens, nobody will really want to leave their own thing and then come and, you know, rescue you. It will take a while. Right? So I was just like, God, 
like the guy was struggling i didn't even know what i was saying at that point i was just like oh my god if i land from this bike i'm going to land this air water how am i sure i'm not going to land on this stone because it was like there were rocks underneath and it was just swaying the, the force of the water and the force of the rock rocks under rather were swaying the handle of the bike and the guy was not even tall enough to you know get a grip on the ground i don't even know how to explain but long story short as we were about to fall sideways into the water it was like something held the bike and i jumped off i also held my friend so it was like i jumped off and then i held her and um we both like moved back the bike i didn't even end up falling into the water but like we just we just stepped away from him and we walked out right so no 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 we we stepped away from him and then we were just like surprised because that was a very it was a close encounter right and we needed some time to just like take it all in and we're just thanking god so the bike guy now stood up or carried his bike up he was not like hey let's sit down i'm like you have as we were still dragging it my friend and i were trying to like leave the whole scenario that's how I just saw one man in his car, like he was driving at that same moment, right? And then he just looked at my friend and I and he started honking his car horn. Like he just started doing pim pim pim. I had to look back because I wasn't sure if he was trying to call our attention, right? The bad guy was still pleading his case. I was like, let's go now, don't worry. Nothing's gonna finna happen. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, you and who? Please, no. Count me out. Even my friend was like, ah, nothing, now let's go. And I'm like, eh. After this one, ah, I'm not doing it again. No. So this man kept on trying to like sing, signal to us, and we eventually moved towards him, right? There were cars waiting behind him, and there was mud on our feet. There was like, we were just very. It was a lot, really. And this man, he had his son in front of him as well. So I was calm. I wasn't scared. I was at peace. So we just moved closer to him. And then he was like, oh, where are you guys going? And then we said the name of the place that we we're going to. And he was like, oh, hop in. I'm going in that direction as well. I'm going to that same place as well. Just get into the car. And this man waited for us to patiently go around the car, enter the car, and then... Even with the mud on our feet, like he didn't even mind that we're dirty, that, that our legs were dirty rather. He waited for us to get into the car and he drove us to the venue. Apparently his son was also going to write the same exam that my friend was going to write. So we got there. We got there on time as well. You know, if not for the man, we would have gotten there very late because the place that the Okada man wanted to throw us into water was in the middle of 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 a very very of a very very i don't even know the word to use and it would have been so difficult to get another bike or you know to just help us get to the place on time so this man took us there you know instead of me even like sitting outside because it was only the exam candidates that were allowed to enter into the hall instead of me just hanging around outside i was able to sit in his car 
I had conversations with him. I got to know him better. I even learned a couple of things from him as well. But I, I got so much comfort that I wouldn't have gotten if God did not send that man our way. And then even after the exam, this man drove us past the whole muddy waters and everything. And he dropped us off at the most convenient place for us to, you know, get into a better mode of transport to our house. And I said that story because I was trying to think about what to talk about you know for this episode i already had like plans i'd already written a lot of stuff because my december was so eventful you guys hopefully we get to talk about that in subsequent episodes but like the holy spirit just dropped this story in my heart and asked me to share it with you guys on here today so the moral of the story is that God knew what was going to happen before we even set out of our houses. Even while we were preparing for the exam, months while we were preparing for the exam, God had already knew how the day was going to turn out. And then he planned our day for us. The man drove past us at the right time because God orchestrated it. I even forgot to add that the man said he saw he saw our bike man as we were maneuvering and entering into the water and then he was just like oh my gosh what's going to happen to these people he saw us before the whole thing even happened god made him see us because your son is having an exam you are late like you're trying not to run late to the venue you know people are driving recklessly you're concentrating on the road what's your business with somebody on the bike somewhere or two people on the bike somewhere God led him to see us and he drove past us at the right time he helped us easily without us even having to like cry for help or anything this year God is going to divinely orchestrate events in your favor it's going to be a year of ease and abundance for you and your family I told you this story because God wants you to know that he has gone ahead of you into 2024 and he has made every crooked path straight on your behalf you don't need to be afraid you don't need to be scared because He's always with you, even when seasons change. Even when the years roll by, God never rolls by. He never changes. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's with you and he'll always be. Happy New Year, dear child of God. Let me be the first to welcome you to a year of walking with the Father. Father.